welcome to Boris and Matt Sports Entertainment Weekly, BAM Sports Entertainment Weekly. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Boris, and he's Matt. Bonjour! How is everybody doing out there? We hope you're doing well, Boris. 45 minutes away from what might what might be the last game of the NHL season. Be the last hockey game in a while, buddy. Yeah, it could be, right? Yeah. We'll, well see what happens. Let's hope it's not for a number of reasons. I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan. One. Two. You know, it's, it's a great game. It's an enjoyable watch, Boris. Yeah, li- it can be. I like the hockey sport. But yeah. uh, how, how are you doing on this fine day? I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, really relaxed today. Didn't have a great night's sleep, but I was able to catch a couple naps throughout the day. I was still... I went shopping. I went to Walmart. Oh, nice. Shopping. Or Walmart. Man. A lot of renovations in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, they've had some time. Yeah, they've <laughs> yeah. had some But time. I love how they pick now that people are back <laughs> to continue renovations. Oh, no, they're still doing it? Oh, brutal. Yeah, I, I thought you meant it was like done and beautiful and no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's still going on. Everything is like crazy, and it, but it's like looks nothing like what it used to. Like huh. if, you rem- if, you, if you memorized where your stuff were, just forget about I've it. I've memorized it strong, but I've, I'm familiar with the local Walmart. I've been in there a couple times for sure. Exactly. So yeah, so I was able to do that. Did some like yeah, did some uh, shopping. Did some loads of laundry. Nice. Pick today specifically because it's not too humid. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was a good laundry day. I did. I did a little laundry myself uh, today, actually. Uh, by the way, before we get too much further, shout out White Bat Audio for the theme song. Uh, Hackers, I believe it's called. This. Uh, it's a free, uh, free to use song on YouTube. But you know, I like to shout out the artist. It's a, a pretty dope little '80s track there. Yeah, um, so that's our temporary theme until Mr. Kevin O'Leary, the real Kevin O'Leary, as I call him, um, finishes our new theme. Um, apparently, he's written like five. Oh, cool. Yeah. Are we, are we going to get to like pick which one? Like give it the rose, bachelor style? <laughs> we should do that. Make a whole gimmick out of it. The, the thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't know why I went with like bachelor instead of like American Idol or The Voice or like an actual music-based reality show. It would have made way more been- sense. Because you've been hanging around me way too much. <laughs> That's the issue. Oh, man. You, you should see our DVR uh, friends and listeners out there. Boris, you watch some crazy shit. I mean, it's it's basically just wrestling and cartoons and, like, dumb movies and some sports. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, like, the and Real Atlanta Housewives of, of yeah. Atlanta and, like, whatever. Below Deck. Real Housewives. <laughs> the Vanderpump Dogs. Yeah, man. <laughs> don't 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 knock my Vanderpump Dogs. Hey man, no hate. We're doing we're doing a wrestling podcast and about like the worst wrestling shows too. We're doing it about like NWA Power, Ring of Honor, both pretty good shows this week. But you feel me? <laughs> sure, just shit on the people we're trying to be good with. Yeah. I love it. Step up your game. No, I'm just kidding. You know what I mean, though? We're doing a professional wrestling podcast about the the B and C level shows. We can't take anything here too seriously. Exactly. NWA and Ring of Honor were both good this week. Yeah. Really? You thought NWA was good? We'll talk about that in a little minute. But, um, yeah, so this is episode two of BAM Sports and Entertainment Weekly. Uh, So, you know, everyone talks about AEW and WWE. So we're going to talk about the other guys. We're going to talk... Give some love to ROH, give some love to NWA, give some love to even Impact, New Japan, Stardom. All Japan, Stardom, uh, whatever comes up. Uh, FMW Explosion. Did you did you see a second of that? I saw not a couple yet. of GIFs. Uh, I will not be watching that particular wrestling show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes we won't even talk wrestling. Sometimes we'll talk sports. 
or entertainment. Boris hates Rick and Marty for some reason. We might do a Rick and Marty litigation episode. Nah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, like, like, like I said, we're the smorgasbord of professional wrestling podcasts. You know, the charcuterie board. Yes, 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 the charcuterie board. I think it's smorgasbord, but there might be restaurants There's... that or, that offer like a smorgasbord. Yeah, yes. that's what it is. Uh, I see. Okay. Yes. Um, it is smorgasbord. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Very good. Um, so now that we got that stuff out of the way. <laughs> Highly important business. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so like every week we're going to change it up. We're going to try to watch ROH, NWA, and MLW consistently. Yeah, I, I'm going to for sure try to watch MLW. I'm super about it. And if the Ring of Honor TV show continues to be good, I will try to watch that too. I can't guarantee that I will try to watch Power every week. Yeah, <laughs> Power is up and down it really varies the mileage very is very dependent on on week to week right same same with roh yeah and which is kind of ironic now that i think about it but um you know we were lucky that this week we had pretty good tv shows and um on today's show we're going to be talking about nwa power from last night roh tv from last weekend uh we're going to talk about new japan strong which is like the nxt of New Japan USA. Yes. Uh, we're also going to be giving you our pick contest for ROH Best in the World. So while we do that, we're going to give you a preview of ROH Best in the World, which is this weekend. And we're going to also talk about MLW Battle Riot. The Battle Riot. I have never seen one of these, but I'm excited. I'm definitely going to check this one out for sure. They're a lot of fun. If you're a fan of the Royal Rumble, this is up your alley because it's a no rules. Anything goes... Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's like a street fight Royal Rumble with money in the bank sweepstakes. The winner gets the money in the bank kind of situation. Yep, that's exactly it. Um, so, yeah, so it's, 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 you know, hopefully we'll make sense of stuff um, as, as we go along. And again, listeners, if you want us to watch something in particular, let us know if there's even a classic wrestling show, a match, a, anything that you want us to review Send us a message on the the best place to really do it is the Facebook message board um, for SNME Radio, and uh, you know we'll 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 do what we can. But yeah, get on us. However, like Twitter, Instagram, email, you know, shout at us walking down the street. We'll 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 get it in there. Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, how how are we gonna how are we gonna kick things off on this year program today? All right, so let's um, let's kick this off because let's talk some NWA power because there is a lot going on in this particular show. Um, so um, you watched it, right? I actually was talking a big game because I thought that you liked it. I didn't watch it this week. I have no, no. idea if it was good or not. I, I just yeah. I thought that you thought it was good for some reason. So there I was, was just... talk that it was good. Okay, I personally. I, I thought it was interesting. I All thought right. it was okay. Interesting. All right. Well, if you want to quickly go through that, and I'll uh, pepper it with some jokes and personality. All right. <laughs> so, uh, show opened up with an NWA Television Championship match. The Pope, your champion, was up against Sal Renaro. Um, so, they this match had a particular six minute and five second uh, time limit, which is kind of weird. But sure, let's go with it. Um, it's like it's like the gimmick with the TV title, right? The six oh five because it, it, it shouts out yes. to the six oh five time yeah. slot that used to be, right? Okay, so a six minute for for a TV title match is I get it for an hour show, but you're never gonna get. It's gonna be pretty hard to get like a great wrestling match in six minutes, you know. That's exactly the problem right there, right? 
It's doable, but pretty hard. It needs to be heavy with story, and that's luckily what this match had, right? So, Sal Renaro had an injury, and it was kind of like a respect angle type thing. Uh, the Pope eventually got the win um, with a lot of time remaining, so that was, that was pretty good. Um, and then after that, Austin Idol, with Tyrus behind him, yells at the Pope before cutting a promo on the Pope. Idol announces that Tyrus will face the Pope for the NWA title, um, but they didn't really give a date, so they're just kind of, you know, it's gonna, it'll eventually be Tyrus and the Pope. That's a program that we're leaving with. Yeah, they wrestled at the last uh, NWA pay-per-view. It was a match. Yes. I remember Pope worked really, really hard to try to get something out of uh, young, old Brodus Clay. Yep, yep. Hopefully, Bronson Reed doesn't end up like him. No, I, no, I, I think Bronson Reed has a long way to fall to get there. <laughs> All right. So then uh, we had a women's tag team match, which was my personal match of the night. And that was Serena Deeb and Kylie Ray. And they fought Thunder Rosa and Sky Blue. Awesome. That sounds like a good match. I like the, I like the team of Serena and Kylie on paper. Yeah, they, they work really well together. And Thunder Rosa is just Thunder Rosa. She's just yeah. like, you know, top notch. Like, she she deserves best. She deserves better f- than what she's getting from both AEW and NWA. But that's a conversation for another day. Uh, long story short, Serena Deeb and Kylie Ray won that match. Pretty short, but it was fun. Cool. Yeah. I, so, uh, did Serena Deeb get the win with her submission, I assume? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, all right, I'm here for it. Yeah, I would definitely check that match out um, if uh, if it were readily available. Yep. Uh, they did some really, like, so oftentimes the promos are really well done, but this night just the promo just did not work. What For me, it didn't work. Uh, Jax Dane brought out Slice Bookie, and Crimson was upset, so that was a thing that happened. Mm. I like Slice Boogie, though. Yeah. He, he's he's pretty cool, but like I don't know, it just they, it was just like zero personality. Hmm, okay, and it's just like everyone, no one had an idea what they were. Yeah, doing. no one ever accused Jax Dane of being you know Mick Foley or uh, Randy Orton <laughs> in terms of personality. Yes, exactly. I said it. <laughs> yep. Uh, Kratos cut a promo discussing his partnership with Aaron Stevens, so that was kind of cool. I like Kratos. Cool. I like uh, I, I like some Aaron Stevens, the former Damian Sandow as well. He's he's pretty good in, in NWA. He's pretty much an NWA level wrestler. Yep. All right. So then we had an interesting matchup, which was pretty good, but I liked the women's match a lot more. And that was an NWA Lucha Rules match. It was Hawks, Aerie, and Luke, uh, PJ and Luke Hawks, and El Rudo. And they were up against La, Reve- La Revelion, Bestia666, and Mecha Wolf. And a mystery partner. Oh, interesting. So it was an eight-man lucha tag. Six. Six. Okay, sorry. So their mystery partner was Homicide. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was very weird seeing Homicide in in NWA. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he and Eddie Kingston had a tag team going for a little bit. That was like a year or two years ago at this point, right? So, yeah. 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 Nice to see him back. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what they were referencing, that it's been a really long time since they saw him in NWA. But it was still weird. Um, anyways, the, the faces won. So Bestia 666, Mecha Wolf, and Homicide, they ended up winning that match. And then it was time for the main event, which was for the vacant NWA National Championship, uh, which uh, JTG faced Chris Adonis. Chris Adonis, the former Chris Masters. How was this match? This uh, 2009 Superstars match? Dude, that's 100% what I thought <laughs> in my head. <laughs> like, 
It was it it it, it, it went exactly how you think it would. Okay. But JTG, he's really good right now. Yeah, he's yoked. He's like as big as Chris Masters. I remember last bigger. Year. Yeah, <laughs> bigger than him. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, JTG yoked definitely on that Vince McMahon resign me diet plan. Oh. <laughs> 100 <laughs> percent um so essentially uh trevor murdoch was on commentary during this match um and so yeah so uh jtg had was in the adonis lock jtg wouldn't submit as he was nearing passing out fred rosser came out and he threw in the towel this mm. prompted trevor murdoch to question fred's reasoning who said he wanted jtg to fight Another day, so your winner and new NWA national champion is Chris Adonis with a lot of controversy. So, you know, as soon as a towel gets thrown in the ring in wrestling, someone's turning heel. That is the catalyst for a heel turn. Boris, yeah. do you think it's going to be Fred Rosser or JTG who turns it, heel? It seems like it's going to be Fred Rosser. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that I, was the show. I believe it. I think Fred Rosser has been getting a pretty strong push in New Japan Strong. Yes, he had a great match uh, last... Well, okay, I, should, I shouldn't throw around the word great. He had a uh, yeah. half-decent match <laughs> okay. last week. All right. <laughs> very, very good. Um, so, yeah, so that was NWA Power from July uh, 6th. Cool. How many R's out of 10 would you give this episode of NWA Power? Out of 10? Out of 5. Out of 5, I would give this... I would give it a... It's... it's a 3.5 3.5 r's nice. 70 percentile r all right all right cool all right that sounds good you might even that might even judging by the tone of your review that might have even been generous but you know what we'll give it to him all right uh i guess while we're at this we can just keep this review train rolling i can quickly talk about ring of honor because we have been very qu- critical of the ring of honor television show we have called it pretty boring a lot of people have said it's it's been good throughout the pandemic i think that's crazy i think it's been pretty bad and unwatchable i think the lack of fans have drastically hurt what is an awesome product usually in ring of honor i always like it but this this episode of the ring of honor television show was great if they did this every week it would be awesome. The problem is they don't do this every week. Yep. And, and we'll talk about the uh, what, what they got right uh, this time versus some of the other episodes that I've seen, in my opinion, of course. But yes, started uh, with Quinn McKay, of course, welcoming us to the show. Quinn McKay is a delight, and she's wrestling in a couple weeks against uh, Mandy Leone, I believe it is. Yep. Yeah, and if Quinn McKay wins, she enters the Women of Honor tournament coming up. So that'll be exciting. Uh, Quinn McKay, great host. I've never seen her in the ring, though. Uh, Ring of Honor pure champion Jonathan Gresham defeats Fred Yehai to retain his title. This match went 12 minutes and 15-ish seconds. A uh, couple things I loved about this. First of all, the uh, pre-match promos, so great. Uh, they told you the story about how Fred and Jonathan Gresham have basically spent their entire careers together. They were mentored yep. by the same wrestler. Um, yeah, and then they, they went in there and had an awesome little 10-minute scientific match. Nothing too crazy. But it was, it was a perfect Ring of Honor scientific television match. And even better, Mike Kanellis, who is challenging for uh, the pure title at the next pay-per-view, uh, he was on commentary. And it was the best thing he's done in his career by a wide margin. Yep. Because it didn't suck. <laughs> but no, like, no, like honestly, like he was very, very intelligent, very articulate, very concise and entertaining on commentary. He got over his character. And he basically said, like, I know Jonathan Gresham doesn't think I belong here, but I tend to prove it to him. And he, go ahead. He not only, uh, sorry, I was just like agreeing with you. Yeah. Uh, he not only um, 
put himself over, but he really helped put the match over overall as well. That's, yeah. That, that, that's huge, right? Like, I really enjoyed that. He did, he did great in this match. Um, and again, pure rules, right? Like, I, I love these these different type of match styles, match rules, match yeah. match whatever you want to call them. We praise uh, the Heritage Cup all the time. We praise these pure rule matches a lot as well. And they're very, very good. Uh, yeah, this was right up there with... Uh, this reminded me a lot of Tyler Bate versus Jack Stars from the NXT UK show this <laughs> I week. I was literally about to say, because even the respect angle yeah. of of mentor mentee yeah um you know exactly exactly right so yeah i would say this is a pretty similar match i would give it the same rating i gave to that which was three and three quarter handshakes on this one 75 percent handshake percentage uh yeah and just a lot of good promo work before the match and then a concise angle and i actually was excited to see mike canellis wrestle after this match they made me want to see canellis in the ring wow yeah man that's uh, so big yeah. win big win and then basically we went right into the fight on the farm like I, I i unless i'm missing like a promo here or there i don't even think i am i think they went right to the fight on the farm which was mark briscoe versus jay briscoe in a cinematic match but that is using the term loosely because it was really just a fight in a yard <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean it was they had a they had a ring set up in a garage in a shed and they just fought around their complex, the uh, the Briscoe Brothers Farm. This reminded me a lot of the uh, the famous and I think classic dungeon match, Owen Hart versus Ken Shamrock. It reminded me a lot of that. It was similar to say you could say the Sting and Darby Allen cinematic match that they had in like a weird warehouse. It kind of had a similar vibe, but I thought this was in a way a little better. I really enjoyed this match. This was it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. But if you like a good weapons match, you like an entertaining fight, like this was a 17-minute fight scene. If you like the movie They Live with Roddy Piper, you will enjoy this. Yes. Um, and also, you know, props to the the setup of the match, like the the, the promo before the match. It was so well done. Oh, big really, time. Really going over that, like, why they're feuding right now. Like, you yeah. know... It- it was so accessible. It was it was like a perfect pro wrestling story just in that anyone could like understand. These are two brothers. One has had a little more success because he kind of maybe takes wrestling a little more seriously. But the other one is at this moment more beloved and he's kind of in a better place in his life because he, he kind of just has more fun and is more of a crazy shithead. So yeah. Jay Briscoe is basically like, I'm going to beat some respect back into you and mark briscoe is like where's your head big brother what's happened to you i'm going to beat some sense back into you yep so it was very cool it was very cool very accessible story i thought this was great this was great pro wrestling boris you know who was my favorite in this match oh i know what you're gonna say who is Papa it? Briscoe. Papa Briscoe was the referee. And you should have seen at the end of this match, after these guys have been fighting for f- probably like 40 minutes, maybe an hour, two hours, how, who knows how long, I mean in real time, right? Like that he's been watching. I wonder how long it took them to shoot this. But you can tell that in real life, Papa Briscoe was so shoot proud of his boys. The smile on this man's face, ear to ear, screaming at his children on television. Y'all good yet? Y'all had enough? Y'all good yet? It was now, really just now great. clean this shit up. 
Oh, just great stuff. So this was a great uh, A to be a, a, a pro wrestling presentation. Again, it's not everyone's flavor. It's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. But this is what I wanted out of pro wrestling. I think you can show this to a five-year-old. You can show this to a 55-year-old. They would get. They would enjoy it. They would get it the same. I, I love this match a lot. I would give it four and a quarter handshakes. It's an A, Boris. This was great stuff. Yeah, I loved it. You know, I love this episode of ROH as well because it's two matches, couple promos. They set up more for best in the world, which is this weekend. And, you know, it's what more can you ask from a go-home syndicated TV show? Absolutely. And this is the thing that they get wrong sometimes. They It's it's a little bit like NXT. It's developmental. They got to let these people sink or swim. They got to let them develop. I guess it's not developmental, but in the way that it's young wrestlers developing. These guys aren't finished products. So they're going to cut promos. And a lot of them are going to be bad. And that's what hurts the wrestling show. There's people on there cutting bad promos all the time. But yeah. there was not a single bad promo on this. There were numerous great promos on this show, and they made all the difference. Yeah, because to start the show, Bandito had a promo after winning the tournament um, True. You know, to to face Rush, right? With and Quinn McKay. And Quinn McKay, MVP. She, she, you know what? I say that Mackenzie Mitchell is the hardest working reporter in professional wrestling but quinn mckay is the hardest working backstage and yeah she got so excited so genuinely happy when bandito excuse me came backstage and they were just hugging and they were they were both celebrating both jumping in the air yeah i, I, I thought this was great great effort from ring of honor i'm certainly much more excited to see best in the world now than i was before watching that show i i do all in on the ring of honor television program right now yep let's see what they do moving forward because i have this bad feeling <laughs> uh, yeah. all right we're gonna move on and we are going to talk about njpw strong so this is their essentially their nxt for the young lions based in the usa um and and it's a fun little show friday nights 10 p.m typically an hour you know it the the mileage varies on how many matches there are and the timing as well. But I, I like it, right? Like, this is a short little show. You get to see kind of the the the, the newer faces of New Japan in the USA. And sometimes you get, like, a John Moxley showing up and stuff like that. So it's, yeah. it's always a little fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just randomly caught it, to be honest. Um, cool. So, yeah, we're probably not going to be adding New Japan Strong to the weekly menu. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll watch it here and there, especially if there's an important match or something, you know? Exactly. Uh, so the first match was Leo Rush against Adrian Quest. You know, Leo Rush right now is on the retirement tour. Um, and Adrian Quest is like a pretty good, he's, a, he's pretty good. This is a fast-paced, you know, Leo Rush type of match. It wasn't Leo Rush uh, PWG, but it was still a lot of fun. Uh, this match lasted about 8 minutes and 19 seconds. And uh, yeah, um, Rush won with his signature springboard stunner. Cool. Do you think Leon Rush is going to quit wrestling for good? Do you think this is a real retirement tour? He'll be back. Yeah. He'll be back. Yeah. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna come out with a CD or two, yeah, a couple right. acting projects, and he'll be back. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He, he might as well. He's good at it. If he's healthy, he might as well try it again. Yep. All right. So then, the, that so like overall, that was pretty good. Um, out of five, I would probably rate this a three. Cool. You know? Yeah. It was, it was respectable. I feel you. Yep. Uh, second match was Hikuleo, uh against Jordan Clearwater. I like Hikuleo, the very little I've seen of him. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, he is the third uh, God member. <laughs> like he's he's yes. the other Haku kid. Yes, yes, yes. Son, son of uh, Tonga. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, so Hikaleo won this match, uh, you know, and 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 he's really kind of the resident monster of NJ, NJPW Strong. That, I, I like it. That's It seems like a good place for him and his talents. The Tonga Kid kid. Well, well, that's the thing, right? Like, I like the fact that, you know, they he's actually tall. Right, like, yeah. He, it's something that it's very hard to find in New Japan. Yes. Um, Bad Luck Fale has basically made a full career of it. Yeah, you know, and, and, and your wrestling skills can, can be limited and you can do well in that role, especially on Strong. So it makes sense, right? Um, again, I would give this match a three. Um, you know, it, 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 it was kind of a squash-ish match, but it was fine. Like, it just it just worked. Yeah, right? delivered what uh, kind of it needed to do, I guess, uh, putting Hickey Leo over. Yep, exactly. Cool. And then it was the main event, and the main event was Fred Rosser, and he uh, went up against Bateman. So this is a pretty good – this is the first time I ever saw Bateman um, and Fred Rosser. You know, it's so weird seeing him in a New Japan ring, I have to say that. I can imagine, yeah. Just his whole new serious wrestler persona is kind of like, you know – it's, it's kind of cool. It's kind of interesting. But to see that taken the next level in an actual New Japan ring would be interesting for sure. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So this match lasted about 15 minutes, 30 seconds. Um, Rosser spiked Bateman with an Emerald uh, Frozen for the pin. So, you nice. know. Emerald yeah. Frozen of all things. Well, way to go. Way to go, Darren Young. No days off, Fred Rosser. I love I love that gimmick that no days off. Yeah, man, it works. It works for me. I like I I like Fred Rosser's work. I think he's fine. He was never you know gonna be like uh, uh, Daniel Bryan in the ring, but he's pretty good. He's 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 solid. Yeah, exactly. So I would rate this match a three point five. Nice, nice. Yeah. So overall, it was short and sweet. Uh, the main event delivered, uh, but you know it was uh, you know this show suffers from the no fans. Right, yeah. like ROH, like Impact, I feel like yeah. NWA, they all suffer from the no fans, um, you know. And and it is what it is between the Hikaleo and Clearwater match and the Rosser and Rosser and Bateman matches. It feels more like, you know, the show and NJPW Strong is starting to get its identity. Cool, you know, it's separating itself from a regular New Japan show, and it always has, but it's getting its American identity. You have those wrestlers who are a little more established rather than just young lions fighting young lions, right? Yeah. And, and 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 Lawler coming to kick everyone's ass. <laughs> right, yeah. Guys have characters, guys have roles and kind of established places on the card, it seems like. Yeah, yep. this, this new Japan's strong. It seems like uh, seems like an interesting watch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, so those are the shows that we wanted to talk about. I have to admit, I tried watching Impact. Whew. Couldn't get through it. Fell asleep. Oh, yeah. Twice. Oh, wow. It happens. Well, there you go, man. Yeah, I mean, like, we're only human. We can't do it all. And uh, you, you you burn out on wrestling at some point. We shouldn't even try to watch it all, man, honestly, because we're oh, just no, going to. I'm know not what trying. I mean? Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, no, honestly, hey, hey, well, I don't know what to say. Impact at least it has done one thing right this year, and that's TJP versus Josh Alexander. Yep. And we will be talking Impact next week because the uh, Slammiversary is the following weekend true so you know we'll, we'll we'll be talking impact for important shows we'll bring on guests to talk about it for us because they'll know a lot more than we do yes <laughs> for sure all right so is it time to preview some shows yeah let's do it let's, let's start with ring of honor uh best in the world we're gonna go through our pick contest here as well so if you've been keeping up you know that uh boris has been uh cranking has been kicking my ass but uh 
I've been slowly clawing back after a terrible performance on the NWA When Our Shadows Fall show. So right now, Boris is 26 and 10 on the NXT Talk Pick Contest Season 2 leaderboard. I am 18 and 18. So Boris is 8 games, 8 matches ahead of me. I think we're going to pick all 9 matches of or all 9 pay-per-view matches of the Ring of Honor show. No uh no pre-show or dark matches. And I think we're also going to pick the Battle Riot, the MLW Battle Riot. We'll just pick it. I'm not sure if we'll be able to actually watch and review the show, but we'll pick the winner of that match just just to do it. Why not? All right. Cool. Uh, all right. So let's start with a six man tag Boris Shane Taylor productions, Shane Taylor and his tag team of heavies versus Dak Draper, Dalton Castle and Eli Isom. All right. So, um, so this match is an interesting one because, and one thing that I wanted to note about this ROH best in the world, which is July 11th, 2021. And this is the first time that they have fans in since last March. So that's kind of hot cool i like it yeah now um it's gonna be very up, fun yeah looking up and down this card it's a lot of and this is why i find roh very interesting it's because it just literally feels like if you never watch tv from march until now the anniversary show until now best in the world you haven't missed anything yeah because it's like literally the everything that was set up at that pay-per-view is happening now which it makes sense. I bet but, a lot of people are consuming Ring of Honor like four times a year, if that. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. So, based on everything that happened, and I'm, I'm, you know, this short story long, based on everything that happened at the last pay-per-view, you know, Dalton Castle, is he staying? Is he going? Um, you know, and everything with Dak Draper and Eli Isom. I believe that Dalton, Dak, and Eli will win. Nice. Just write that down, Dalton, Dak, and Eli Isom for Boris. I'm going the other way on that, and I like your logic. I like where your head's at, but I'm just going to flip the coin on you. I think because they're telling these stories, they're going to go into a direction where Dak Draper maybe splits off and feuds with Dalton Castle. I think that's a pretty good pairing right now. I yeah. think they can do, you know what I mean? I think that's going to kind of be the thing. And Shane uh, Shane Taylor Productions are going to get a, a clean win over a group of uh, ragtag characters, you know? And there's going to be dissension between specifically Dak Draper and Dalton Castle, and I think they branch off and feud. So I'm going with the STP Stone Temple Pilots. By which I mean Shane Taylor Productions. Love it. Promotions. Very good. Moving on. Match number two. Let's go to the Josh Woods versus Silas Young last man standing match, Boris. I think this one is going to be an awesome match. You have, you know, the real man, the the last real man, Silas Young. Yes. I've Uh, seen him have some good last man standing matches. It's kind of his like kind of his casket match. Yeah. Kind of his gimmick. (laughs) So true. And then you have, you know, this 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 young gun, Josh Woods. Who's a bull, just a beast. Yeah, so um but I think that the old stallion Silas Young is gonna is gonna win. Interesting. You're gonna go with the old stallion. I think yeah. uh, Ring of Honor will give the old stallion a win, make the young gun like sit there and earn it, and they don't necessarily push everyone up the card right away. But I think this is a prime example of a time to push the young guy up the card right away. Yeah. Silas Young I, does not need this win at all. I'm going with Josh Woods. Good, good, good pick. <laughs> Silas. Spelt young wrong. All right. Forgot the U. Very good. 
Uh, moving on, let us go with the Briscoe brothers, United in Blood. And they are going against Brian Johnson and the former uh, uh, PJ Black. What, the, what was his name? Justin Gabriel, the Justin former Gabriel. Nexus member. Justin Gabriel. Wow, it's been a while since I thought of that name. Have you seen what he looks like now? Yeah, he's yeah, very weird. He like he's abandoned the werewolf gimmick, and now he's just like a blonde mustache guy. It's yeah. not working for him. It's yeah. the worst look he's had in wrestling. He looks like a sugar daddy. <laughs> he is the sugar daddy, PJ Daddy Black. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's uh, oof, it's a bad look for a handsome young man. Yep, uh, Briscoes. They just got yeah. back together. You know, they're they they're going to uh get this win just because of that reason alone. Thousand percent agree with that. There's no reason for them to lose now. They're going to be renewed, refocused, and they're probably going to go for the and tag team title. If I don't see Papa Briscoe, I'm yeah, going to be pissed off. I'll be, I'll be quite upset. Speaking of the tag team title, let's go there. Tag team champions Rhett Titus and uh, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams versus Chris Dickinson and Homicide uh, for the tag team titles in a fight without honor. Yeah, this is very interesting overall. Um, ba, 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 ba. all right. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Violence Unlimited. Oh, and that's Dickinson and Homicide. That's what they call that crazy MMA cool guy crew. Yep. Interesting, Boris. I think we're going again on the opposite sides here. I'm gonna go with Rhett and Tracy. They just won the tag team titles way too early to take it off them, in my opinion. Also, I think beating Homicide in a street fight. Good way to put your team over. So I'm going to go with Rhett and Tracy. Here's the thing. Fight without honor. There's going to be a DQ ending. Interesting. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Because, you know, they're they're really pushing this this violence unlimited and foundation uh, feud, you know, big time. But isn't, isn't the whole thing there can't be DQs, fight without yeah. honor? They're no. going to they're gonna do some kind of DQ thing? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, we'll see. All right, buddy. All right. That's uh that's bold. That's off the off the clock there, but let's do it. Yeah, but I'm not predicting the iconics are going to get back together and they get <laughs> fired the next week. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, don't don't you put their firing on me. Don't you dare. Says uh, the guy that Jake Atlas, says the guy who said Jake Atlas would win the million dollar belt. <laughs> yes, yes. We're still waiting on that one too. Uh, poor Jake Atlas. He's like, he gets a break, gets in a match, and then his tag team partner gets knocked out, KO'd, and he can't even get that right, you know? Uh, uh, okay, so let's move on to the ROH Television Championship. Tony Deppin versus former champion Dragon Lee. This will be an interesting match. Yeah. Um, part of me wants to say Dragon Lee's going to get the belt back, but I think Tony Deppin's going to keep it. Yeah, you know what, man? I think I want to say Dragon Lee gets the belt back, and I think it wouldn't hurt Deppin too much to like lose his first defense to a guy like Dragon Lee because he's so young he could be built back up. But I do think he's getting a little push as like a serious Dean Malenko type wrestler. Basically, everyone in Ring of Honor is that, but he's he's a pretty good version of that, and I think he'll win. I think he'll he'll get the biggest win of his career versus Dragon Lee. He will retain the title. I agree. All right, sounds good. What's next? What is next? Let's go with the pure title next. Let's go with Jonathan Gresham versus Mike Kanellis. Man, this card is hard to guess just because, like, it can go either ways. Like, you can make good arguments for it to go either ways. You know, this is Mike Bennett's first match back in ROH. Um, this is also, you know, Jonathan Gresham's wheelhouse. Yeah. He's really brought, um, you know, uh, respect to the pure title and the pure rules. Jonathan Gresham is the guy who asked for the pure title to come back. So it just makes sense that they would continue with this. Um, but, you know, with the whole Mike Bennett, like, you don't deserve to be here angle. You know, 
this is the first time they're facing off against each other. I think Jonathan Gresham is going to win. Yeah, exactly right. I think it's going to be a good match. It'll be a long match. And uh, Canellis will make a very good account of himself. But yeah, at the end of the day, Gresham will win. Uh, yeah, fairly easily. I don't think you could put the, the pure title on Mike Canellis. I think that would just be kind of trolling your fans. I think you uh, he has to earn the respect to, to get there. I, I, I'm not saying he can never be there, but doing that right now is just, it, it would be a bridge too far. So this has to be Gresham. I agree. Uh, let's go next to EC3 versus Flip Gordon, Boris. Yeah, good old grudge match. Um, I think this match is going to be great. Hopefully EC3 is all right. Um, you know, he got injured a couple months ago. Uh, okay, so um, I think EC3 is going to win. Yeah, you know what? I think EC3's new character uh, getting a push. I think there's a pretty good chance that whoever wins this match is the next uh, world title contender. Yeah, I can see that. They're going to sure. be they're going to be high on the list for sure. This is kind of that spot in the card where like the, the whoever wins this is going to get moved up. If, if, go ahead. If it's not this match, it's Brody King Jay Lethal. Good call. Know? Yeah, one of those two for sure. I think it'll be this match, and I think uh, I want to say because I can definitely see Flip Gordon versus one of those luchadors for the world title for the RH World Title. But I just think that the EC EC three character is being pushed so strongly right now. I would be surprised if he didn't win. This match. So, yeah, yep. well, let's go with EC3. Uh, but this one's very tough to call because they're pushing uh, Gordon pretty hard, too. Yeah, you know, and, and they it's kind of they kind of have to, right? Because he, he um, because of the whole Guy who shall not be named, right? Yes. Um, he's now he's solo. So, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, wait, so you went EC3. I went EC3. Okay, perfect. Ek3. <laughs> Ek3. Okay, so moving on, we're going to go Jay Lethal and Brody King, as you've just uh, mentioned. Brody King, part of this violence uh, group, this, these uh, violent uh, gentlemen. Yeah, they, they unlimited violence. <laughs> they have unlimited. an unlimited, unlimited supply of violence, they do. Yep, and then Jay Lethal, obviously, is a part of the foundation. Um, and again, this was set up at the last pay-per-view, at the very end of the last pay-per-view. Um, so I guess the question is, will they have Jay Lethal lose? Two pay-per-views back-to-back, and the answer is going to be yes. Yeah, I Brody agree. King. Yeah, again, too early for the new guys to lose. It doesn't really do Brody King any favors. It doesn't really do Jay Lethal much to win this match. Win or like, lose, yeah, right? it doesn't like, matter. He's just there. Yeah, exactly. So he can afford to lose. Like, uh, For sure, for sure, Brody King needs the win way more than Jay Lethal does. Here's the thing. Brody King's kind of in the same boat as, as Flip Gordon, right? Yeah. But because of Yi Who Shall Not Be Named. Um, but I feel like Brody King just has more to offer than Flip Gordon right now. Yeah, definitely. For sure. I, I, I can see that. I I personally hate Brody King's look, but that's a personal uh, touch. That's a personal thing. I Put just... some tattoos on you. You look like them. <laughs> Maybe that's why. I, hate it. I don't have any tattoos. So. That's a good point, though. Yeah. Um. All right, well, let's go to the main event of this show, buddy. Roosh versus Bandito. This match is going to be fire. I can't oh, wait for it. I, I, this is going to be a... If this isn't a four and a half, whatever, match, taquito match, I'm going to be very <laughs> upset. You said it. I said it. Yeah. Um, I think that this one is going to have to go... I think Rush is going to retain. You do, eh? So, yeah, it's pretty tough. Uh to pick against Rush, he's had the title for so long. He's doing so well with it. They obviously like his work. But, you know, he has had the title for 
going on two years now. I think it's over 500, 600 days. Like he's but here's the thing. It, it, like, how long has he had the title with fans? Well, that's a really good point. But for this, yeah, but it's not like that negates his run. Like, he's still no, the record book, but, you know what I mean? He's still going to pass all these guys. I just think, yeah, Bandito is a worthy champion, too. And I'm not saying Rush will never win the title back. But I think it's just time to kind of get the title onto someone new, make some noise, kind of get, like, get in those news. Like, oh, like, the Ring of Honor title has changed. Like, Bandito, is he the best luchador in the world? He's the PWG champ. Now he's the ROH champ. Is he the new belt collector? All that stuff. So, I think it's going to be Bandito. I think he's going to win the Ring of Honor title. All right. Okay. Interesting. All right. All right. Man, we have a lot of uh, different choices here. Yeah. We're really going head to head. This is gonna this, this is gonna screw up the standings. I might come all the way back on you, Boris, or you might put it out of reach forever here. All right. When does this season end? Uh we're gonna Summer go to Slam? SummerSlam, we said, right? God damn. <laughs> oh, yeah, Still yeah. a lot of time. Yes, sir. Lots of time for this comeback. Yep. So, um, let's talk about the non-pay-per-view matches, because I think those matches are just as good and even better than some of the pay-per-view matches. So, it's a two-hour pre-show. Hour one is going to have PCO and Danhausen. What a tag team. Yeah, right? Like, yin and yang. Yeah, right. So different. Um, And they're going to be facing the Bouncers, Brawler, Malones, and Beer City Bruiser. Beer City Bruiser. I like him. Big, huge, fat guy. Yep. Nothing but respect from the young guns. Uh, yeah, you know what? I uh, I love Danhausen. I will uh, check that match out if it's free on YouTube. Yep. And they will be. Dope. And then uh, hour I'm two there. is going to be Ray Horace versus Demonic Flamita. Ooh. Ooh. Horace yeah. versus Flamita on the pre-show. Those are both going to be fun. Yeah. Possibly for different reasons, but you both will be a ton of fun. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so that is Best in the World. It is this weekend. We will have a review show, but it won't be going up when you think it's going to go up. It won't be going up until next Wednesday. So episode three of BAM is going to be the Best in the World review show. And I'll be 100% honest. The reason for that is because good old Mateo is going back home for a couple of days so it's uh we figured it that's gonna take it's this episode's place yes absolutely so yeah if that's if that's all right with all y'all out there we're gonna throw that in the can sunday night so if anything crazy happens in the intervening three days we might either have to put in a little insert in there you know we'll figure it out but i'm sure it'll be fine boris i'm very excited for the show ring of honor pay-per-views always have delivered like even when their darkest lowest points the pay-per-views are always pretty good man Yep, exactly. So that is um, Best in the World this Sunday, July 11th. So now we're going to talk a show that happens in the ECW Arena on Saturday, July 10th, and that is Battle Riot 3. So Battle Riot 3 was originally supposed to be back in March. uh, No, sorry, July 2020. But, you know, because of stuff. um, Stuff and things. Stuff and things. They weren't able to actually get this done. And unlike uh, other promotions, they kind of just halted operations up until recently. Uh, So MLW is back with Battle Riot 3. Um, And and MLW, what do you think of MLW overall? Very... 
it's a, I've seen very little of it. Depressingly little. Everything I've ever seen, I really like. I th- I love the sporting feel of it. It feels like a real sport. It kind of kind of feels like a modern version of the best possible like NWA presentation. You like from the eighties. You know what I mean? How like back in the days when WWF used to be cartoon wrestling and NWA used to be real sports wrestling. Kind of feels like MLW is. 2021's version of that real sports wrestling. I love this promotion. I really do. I need to see more of it. I'm excited for Battle Riot. I'm actually kind of choked that it's not like an internet pay-per-view. It's yeah. just like it's just like a live taping that they're going to mold into their TV show. Yeah. Fusion or whatever. Yeah. So that kind of, I understand why they do it. It definitely saves money and it'll definitely get, they'll get more mileage out of it if they can show it over the course of four weeks or whatever. But I would like to see the the battle riot in full. I hope we get that either on YouTube or as a MLW episode or two, whatever it might be. Because I know that in the past, I think it was one or two where they did put the entire thing on YouTube live. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we'll see if that happens. Uh, I hope it does. Uh, in fact, if if they do show the battle riot live, or if we we can we if we can watch it somehow, we'll uh, we'll probably do that and review at least the battle yeah. riot match on top of the Ring of Honor show. Yep, exactly. Um, all right, so let's talk about the matches that are on the card. Just just because I want to. This is the first show that MLW is putting on. It's ECW Arena, the twenty three hundred Arena. So you know, every match has a lot of merit to it. So. Uh, the first match, Davey Richards versus TJP in a singles match. That'll be fun. I mean, like, both guys are pretty great workers. You can say what you will about either one personally. But, uh, I mean, you know, it'll be a pretty good match. That'll be good in front of the ECW uh, faithful. <laughs> yep. In a bunkhouse brawl, we have Devon Eriks, Marshall and Ross versus Team Filthy, Tom Lawler and Kevin Koo. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. I I've, I don't think I've seen more than two matches of the uh, Von Eric boys. They're fun to watch. They're mm-hmm. a lot of fun to watch. And Tom Lawler's just He's awesome. great. He's great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, then we have a Caribbean rules match for the IWA Caribbean Heavyweight Championship. Richard Holiday versus King Muertis. Uh, yeah, so I, I I don't know. It seems like they're pushing this Richard Holiday and like the Caribbean rules is basically like a hardcore match, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's kind of like their hardcore title. Yeah. Slightly racist. But sure, <laughs> <laughs> it's more of an homage to the great Carlos Colon, Abdullah the Butcher matches, but slightly racist. For sure. Yeah, you just have to, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. Um, and then it is the Battle Riot match. Um, Can you, you know, uh, go? Do you have a list of the names confirmed? Of course we I have, do. We have how many? Who do you think I am? Who do you think I am? <laughs> it was more of a rhetorical question for the uh, for the listener, Boris. Um, there's 28 of 40. Yep. Right now there's 28 uh, participants in the match um and there's going to be surprises there's always surprises so essentially this match is a battle royal a no rules battle royal the winner gets a future heavyweight title shot yeah so it's like a it's like a street fight battle royal you can use weapons there are no disqualifications you can win by pin or submission or elimination over the top rope last man standing gets a money in the bank style title shot whenever they want it yeah all right so these are the participants as they stand right now so we have Alexander Hammerstone, King Muertes, Richard Holiday, Zenshi, Lee Moriarty, TJP, Gringo Loco, God bless that name, um, <laughs> Arez, Kevin Koo, Mads Kruger, Myron Reed, Gino Medina, Calvin, uh, Tankman, Savio Vega. Savio Vega! Sa- Savio Vega. Uh, EJ 
Naduka. He was the guy, the huge guy who was released from NXT, like, in shockingly, because they had high hopes for him. Yeah. I'm excited to see EJ. Yeah, he, he is. That's, yeah, he's, yeah. that's him. Um, uh, Aramis, Marshall Von Eric, Ross Von Eric, King Mo, Boo Koo Dao, Alex Kane, Davey Richards, Davari. Okay, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. King Mo, like King Mo Lowell, like the uh, Bellator fighter, like King Mo. King yeah. Mo. Yeah. Just, just for the listeners out there, if you don't watch Major League Wrestling, King Mo, Major League Wrestler. Yep. Also, Daivari, is that Sean or Aria? Uh, Sean. Sean Daivari. So Sean Daivari is the original Daivari with Muhammad Hassan. Aria yes. Daivari is the one who was just recently just let recently. go by WWE. Yep. All right. Uh, we have Kit Osborne, Joseph Samuel, Simon Gotch. No, Simon Gotch. Yep. Um, Ikaru Kwan and Tom Waller. Okay. Couple questions. Is there any chance that Enzo is one of the is one of the secret fourteen guys, twelve guys? A hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. And he fights just straight up has a fist fight with Simon Gotch in the middle of the ring. <laughs> uh. I would. <laughs> good money to watch that watch them have an actual ufc mma fight i would probably pay that um i think i know who i'm picking to win this match and uh we'll see if i'm crazy or not do you think the winner uh is a name that you've read so far <laughs> i know exactly who you're gonna say okay <laughs> and i i you know the last entrant was announced july 6th you know so there's still a lot of time um and are you going with someone of the fatu variety no well because he's He's the champ, right? Can he yeah. enter? Uh, no, he can't enter. Yeah, so no, I, I well, unless like I don't know, are you saying like uh, Rikishi? No, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he's gonna win. No. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, well, I, I, I think you should pick first because you're up eight games in the contest. But I probably won't pick the same name as you. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with Tom Waller. Just yeah, because... filthy Tom. That, that's yeah. a, that's a good pick. He won the first one. He's uh, highly pushed in Major League Wrestling. He's like kind of their one of their big stars. Makes a lot of sense. My choice, belt collector Kenny Omega. Why not? Oh, he could come funny. in and win the Major League title. That is funny. You know what? I wouldn't put it past them. I would not put it past them at this point. Yeah, get get on the map, like work a little with uh, with Tony, and yep. I, you know, I think I think Court Bauer and Tony would probably get along. I'm going Kenny Omega to win this thing. Yep, I thought you were gonna say Savio Vega. I, I wish I had the balls to say Savio Vega, man. I was heartbroken when he didn't win King of the Ring 1995. He like that that uh, gimmick of debuting him in the pre-show and then actually having him make the final that worked on little eight year old Matty. I, I, I'm a Savio Vega fan for life, but I'll tell you that, dude, I love that one. I love that one so much. So I, so can I change you, uh, pencil you in for Savio instead? No, <laughs> you no, know, no. you're going filthy Tom. All right. Yep, filthy Tom. <laughs> Very good, my friend. All right, so one last thing before we go, and that is we have Pops and we have Rants. Um, you know, if you've listened to us before on NXT Talk, you know that this used to be a regular segment, but we're trying to keep NXT Talk mainly to geared towards NXT Talk. So yes. this show is going to kind of have everything else. So uh, we're going to have our weekly Pop, our weekly Rant, um, and, you know, the, you, we might change it up uh, with having, like, you know, uh, top five list, MVP of the month, stuff like that. But uh, this week, we're going to go with pops and rants. So because I like to end the show with some positivity, we're going to start with rants. Matthew. Yes. Okay. So it's very ironic you said that about NXT because my rant is about NXT. As you'll be brief, but uh, 
So last night, Karrion Cross cut this promo, and he said that not only does he want to never lose the NXT title, but he also wants to main event WrestleMania, and he wants to win the WWE Championship. Now, isn't that sweet, bro, Boris? Isn't that precious? You know what sucks about NXT? He's the first guy in eight years that said that! He's the first one! And you know what? He's the only one who has a chance to do it. Really, I guess Seth Rollins could have said it, but like, other than that, is there anyone really who could have just walked in Drew McIntyre? Sure, but he had to, you know, like... Finn Balor. Uh, sort of. He won the Universal title. You can't say he didn't win he, it. He, yeah, you're right. He did win it, but his career ended the second he took that powerbomb into the barricade. That yeah, was the end of true. his wrestling career in WWE anyway. That was yeah. basically the end of him being a relevant character in Vince McMahon's eyes. My point is, it really sucks that... They don't let everyone do this. Everyone should be cutting the carrying cross promo. Everyone should be there and saying, I want to be on the main roster. I want to be the WWE champion. They don't let people say that because they know Johnny Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, maybe. These guys might not ever go to the main roster. They'll certainly never be WWE champion. Adam Cole, maybe, maybe will get that chance, but I don't think he will. It just really sucks that the only guy... That has passed through NXT this entire time that gets to be the one who says, I'm like, who gets to call a shot, who gets to be so cool and so dominant that like he gets to be the one who says, I'm going to main event WrestleMania one day and he probably will. I'm going to win the WWE title one day and he probably will. It sucks that it's carrying cross out of all the, the, the crazy talented people that have passed in and out of there. Kevin Owens is one who could have gotten that. Because he's won the title. You know, there's so many names who could have gotten that plum. Seth Rollins should have been the one. Roman Reigns could have been the one. But it's going to Karrion Cross. So you know what? In the next two or three years, get ready for this. Karrion Cross, WWE champion. Get ready for that. Because it's coming. It is coming. Barring like Mr. Kennedy level self-sabotage or injury. It's coming, bud. It's coming. Yep, I agree with you. Um, all right, so... Uh, my rant, it's, it's a pretty simple one. That is the belt collector, Kenny Omega. I don't understand what the point is. They don't mention impact on AEW. He's just a random character who shows up to different lead promotions to try to boost up ratings. Um, you know, and, and the reality with this whole impact AEW friendship is to give the good brothers an extra paycheck. It's to get them on an AEW. This has zero relevance in the grand scheme of things. People have already forgotten and moved on. Kenny Omega doesn't even mention Impact. And, you know, the reason why this is, you know, burning me today is because, I, like I said, I was trying to watch Impact. And the main event was the Good Brothers and, and Kenny Omega against, you know, Tommy Dreamer's team of Eddie Edwards um, and two other guys. Doesn't even matter who it was in the match. Um you know, and it just this whole thing has just been like, you know, it's 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 gotten the fans all hyped. You know, it's like, oh yeah, let's let's do this. The Forbidden Door. No, they're still there. They're still there. They're still there. Um, you know, and we're just seeing the reality that that what we had dreamed of of what could have been an awesome situation, an awesome program, an awesome uh co you know cooperation between promotions. It's bullshit. It's just to help your brothers. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what even to say to that. I think uh, you might be honest. I, mean, I don't think it's really helped to impact too much at all. They, they're they having record low ratings. Yeah. So 
and the initial bump was there, but because it's not followed up on, no one cares anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Like the initial bump was proof that this was a good idea. And had they had a step two, step three, step four, step five, step six to this story, had they had twists and turns, it might have actually helped the rating and helped to grow it. But because they didn't have any follow up, it's kind of hurt everything because it just made TNA look like losers. And that's honestly how they come off on on TV. It's like they're the underdogs who are trying to, you know, it's like they literally say, not literally, okay, I don't know how to put this, but basically, um, you know, that they're second rate to AEW. Yeah, they all but say it pretty yeah. well every time they hit the screen. Yeah, yeah. You have Rich Swan now in the tag team division. It's like, you know, you, you built up these new stars just so Kenny can win the belt, and that's it. Yep, yep. Hey, man, I think you're on to something there. I don't know. This TNA, this has not helped Impact Wrestling at all. It has hurt pretty significantly, it feels like. Yep, so the Forbidden Door is still forbidden is what I'm trying to say. Anyways, that's my rant. Let's let's talk about Pops. Yeah, let's end with some positivity. Hey, you know what was awesome? MJF versus Sammy Guevara. What a great wrestling match that was. Felt like an ECW. Like a, It, it kind of had shades of like a Rob Van Dam ECW match, Sammy Guevara's offense. Like not just that dive into the crowd, but especially that dive into the crowd. My God, that dive into the crowd. Sammy Guevara is fearless, man. Like he's an insane wrestler. He's like a, he's like a little bit of a Darby Allen streak in him. A little bit of that Cactus Jack. I'm going to try to kill myself once a match. That Kevin Owens streak in him. Yep. Um, what an incredible wrestling match. We did our we did our list. Uh, that, that match, we missed it by one day, unfortunately. We should have... By two hours. Yeah, by two hours, we missed that match. But I would, I would definitely rate that four and a half stars, whatever. It's like an all-time classic wrestling match. And if you wanted to tell me that was your match of the year, I wouldn't bat an eyelash. Like, Same absolutely here. could easily. It's probably my top five or ten match of the year, for sure. It's in my top five. You know, I'd even say top three at this point. Yeah. Like, I... Loved that match. It was amazing. You know, and, and, and I've heard I've heard people say the wrong guy won. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Dave Meltzer actually said he would have rated the match five stars if Sammy won, and I respect that opinion. But I think the right guy won. I think it was perfect. The story they were telling going into that match was that MJF has had more opportunities and that Sammy Guevara is the future. Because I think MJF even said the line like, you know, yeah, you might beat the future because I'm the now. Yeah. So it makes sense that the quote unquote veteran of the match won. Yeah, exactly. And you know, and, and honestly, the way they were like, you kind of touched on that. Like MGF has been giving more opportunities, but the secret story in that is that Sammy is actually the hardworking, the more deserving wrestler. So the fact that MJF kicked out of Sammy's six thirty splash and won the match with help, but he actually kicked out of the finisher, so he didn't just look like the Miz out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and. Sammy hit his his uh his big move uh the the go to sleep kick thing whatever like the anyway and the the way the the way they did the kick out spot where uh he rolled him up so tight that MJF's feet glanced the ropes and that's how he got out of that one I thought that was extremely clever too the more I think about this match the more I think it was even better than I realized at the time you know what I mean yeah that was an incredible wrestling match. The best thing that professional wrestling has done in a, in a, at least a couple weeks. Yep. Definitely yeah. go out of your way to see it. MJF versus Sammy Guevara from last week's Dynamite. If you have not. 100%. Uh, my pop is actually something that we made mention to on yesterday's NXT talk. That is NXT UK. The reason why I love NXT UK is because it, it makes me feel 
Like, it's the alternative within WWE. It is what NXT was before it went to USA in two hours. I 100% agree with that, buddy. Yeah, one million thousand trillion percent. That's definitely what it is. It has that feel, that that vibe. Like, every match seems... Like, you have three matches typically a week, and every match, you might get a squash, but you're just building these characters, and then come the takeover, and the takeovers are all, like, five-star matches, and it's just, like, it's just great to watch, and, you know, it just... It just it's a lot of fun. Like it's the alternative. It's it's kind of like the brand that we leave alone. Yeah, exactly. The brand that we leave alone as well, put because NXT doesn't have that vibe anymore. It's not the brand that we leave alone. We have Karrion Cross cutting scripted promos. Very good scripted promos. He's a good actor as far as wrestling goes. But eh, yeah, man. NXT UK is is great. Uh you know, they have some they have some awesome characters and they have like new things. And, and that's the beauty of NXT UK is it doesn't always work. Sometimes uh, Isla Dawn's trying to steal someone's soul. Don't <laughs> badly about Isla Dawn. Uh, I'm with you on that one, though, buddy. I like it. I'm for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, they try new stuff, right? And it's not all cheese. It's not all character. They have, you know, amazing matches like A-Kid versus uh, Jordan Devlin, yeah. right? They have uh, Walter versus anyone. Walter literally versus, yeah, Broomstick. Yeah, awesome. Yep. So, yeah, so that that's my pop. It's NXT UK. Really love the fact that we've added that to our roster of stuff to watch. Dope, dope, dope. Okay, so coming at you next week will be a review of ROH Best in the World. We're going to talk about our pick contest. If possible, we're also going to watch the Battle Riot match for Major League Wrestling. Can't promise that one. Hoping to check it out if it's available on internet pay-per-view or in the gray web somewhere. We'll we'll try to find it. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that that's that. Hopefully, you kind of like this format. Let us know if you, know, if you want us to change anything. If you want us to, like, spe- specifically always review someone. Like I said, we're going to try to stick to ROH and NWA and MLW. And then we're going to sprinkle it with everyone else yeah. as time as time permits. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. MLW is great because it's seasonal. You know what I mean? So it'll it'll come and go off of the schedule. And yeah, like we said, sometimes we're going to skip on wrestling entirely. We'll talk like the Super Bowl, uh, maybe a MLB upcoming season. You know, like maybe the Jays will make the playoffs and we'll have to go deep on that. Uh, sometimes we'll be talking about old retro wrestling shows. You know, we'll be talking about like the, the, the old lists that we like to do the best matches of blank, blankety, blank, blank weapons or certain shows or certain cities. Maybe we might even do the top 100 Toronto matches one day, Boris. That'd be fun. That'd be a good one. And obviously if there's anything you want us to do and something to want us to review, you know, just let us know. Tons of ways that you can find us. Um, we're still kind of sorting everything out, but the best way to get a hold of all of us, all of our stuff, is going to bamsportsentertainment.com. And, uh, you know, be sure to, uh, to to follow the podcast. And if you're coming from uh, Sunday Night's Main Event, then, again, you know, you guys will always get our content as well. So that's all good. So thank you for listening. He's Matt. I'm Boris. Good night. Go Habs! Yeah, yeah, yeah!